What's up, theme park goers? I am JP, and welcome to the Theme Park Crew Podcast. My name is Chris, and we are a brand new podcast that streams to Spotify and YouTube. In today's first podcast, we will be discussing HHN-related topics and some questions from you guys. And last but not least, hot news, welcome to the podcast. Okay, so starting off, uh, recently as of this morning, over where the tribute store is, officially we have a facade over there, and that indicates that possibly we could be getting the tribute store opening sooner than we thought. Your thoughts, JP? Yeah, so uh, the Tribute Store actually is in Universal Studios, Florida, uh, and we've been hearing a lot of rumors saying that it's going to be opening on this Friday, so they're possibly starting some training throughout this week before Friday, um, and this brings my attention. Uh, they're opening a Tribute Store where they sell Halloween Horror Nights merchandise. We still don't have any mazes announced at the moment, and... So that, that that keeps me thinking. Yeah. What type of merch are they gonna sell? Yeah, they would. Uh, they're probably just gonna sell the retro merch, I would think, until they actually announce some of the mazes. Unless they announce the mazes this week, which I that's, doubt that's will happen. Thinking. They're gonna have to sell this the HHN retro merch. So. Yeah, but it does look like it's Beetlejuice themed from the outside. Looks like it's yeah. from the Beetlejuice Cemetery, kind of. Yeah, the graveyard review. Yeah, so. I thought yeah, that was looks- pretty interesting. And I feel like that confirms the likelihood of Beetlejuice making his presence this year to Horror Nights. Oh, yeah, Beetlejuice will definitely come for Horror Nights. If he doesn't, then. I have no clue what's going to replace him. All we can really do is say his name three times. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so for our next topic, we are wondering if HHN Hollywood is happening. What do you guys think? Is is it going to happen? Yes or no? I feel like it's probably about 50-50 at this point. It's... Just with current pressures from Newsom and just other things springing up as of recently, decreases its likelihood, but it's 50-50 at this point. We could get it or we don't. It's one or the other. Yeah, I totally agree. Most people on Instagram are saying that they're just moving the mazes in the back a lot, but I don't think that's the case necessarily, but... There's been a couple new rumors going around that they're they're getting rid of the two backlot mazes and they're only keeping the three. What do you guys think of that? I wouldn't be surprised, honestly. Yeah, same. I don't. I don't think Halloween Horror Nights can go, especially for Hollywood, where it's probably the number one money maker for the park. That event is just so big by fans, but we also have to consider the whole pandemic going on right now. Uh, there's a lot of people that don't want theme parks to open and they think it's wrong and it's going to spike up the cases, but when you actually look at the theme parks opening, uh, they have a lot of regulations and rules, uh, so they're enforcing you to keep a mask on, uh, keeping social distancing, 
And for mm -hmm. Halloween Horror Nights specifically, since it's only going to be limited down to three mazes, if that's, that rumor is true, um, I feel like they could take advantage of a new virtual queue system, which was first introduced with Waterworld, um, but before that, it was carried over from the Orlando Park. Yeah, I totally agree. I don't think it could happen with what's going on right now, but if it does happen, I will be very happy. But there was also another rumor going around that supposedly HHN will not be an additional ticket. It will just be an add-on ticket with uh, the, your daily park ticket. I mean, this totally makes sense because uh, if that rumor is true of only having three mazes, you're only paying for three mazes. I, I think it's best, to, it's best to keep it under your one-day ticket. Yeah. So it's kind of a watered down experience at that point. Because if you look, you know, back to previous years, we had a lot of mazes. So it's like, you know, what's the point of paying full price for something completely watered down than compared to the years before? Yeah, I totally agree. But yeah, so I'd be fine with it happening with not being an add on ticket, you know? But I, I feel don't like know. um if it's only an add-on to the ticket, or if it's not an add-on to the ticket, this could also affect the fear level of the event. I mean, we're looking back at last year, and we saw parents bringing their children to the event, and uh, since it's not an add additional like perk to the ticket, um, I feel like more and more children will gather up around here, or younger audience members. Uh, so, I feel like Universal would have to make it, they would have to tone down the scares inside of the mazes, which... Yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, especially, you know, with that video that emerged last year with that parent that took him, you know, that took their little kid. Oh, yeah. I feel like there's gonna be, you know more videos of kids unfortunately getting terrified um that is not cool but that's halloween yeah. horror nights you need you, you need to know what you're bringing your kids into before taking them to the event i mean they they advertise the event to be a 13 plus uh, recommended for the ages of 13 and up so i don't think parents should even bring their little children especially like a baby i mean you're exposing the baby to very loud noises, and that could uh, definitely damage their hearing. Uh, so, when I'm seeing these parents go and complain to Universal and guest relations, I don't think they... I, I just don't... I don't see why they're doing that. They knew their kids are going to be exposed to these very frightening images and loud noises and such, because uh, there's a bunch of warnings before entering the park. So, you know... Yeah, I, I totally agree with you, JP. So, it's just people need to have a little bit of common sense before they take their children. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah your child. So, yeah, we definitely would have, it would be, like JP was saying, a lot of watered-down scares if it wasn't an add-on to your, t or wasn't an add-on to your ticket, I feel like. It wouldn't be what Fortnite's is.
you know, the close interactions and stuff, that, you know, that wouldn't really be a thing. They would rely on puppet scares, you know, kind of like how the Mind Flayer and stuff like that. They would heavily rely on stuff like that. So Yeah, yeah. Um, I agree with you, So we, we got some fan questions recently, and we are here to answer your questions. Alright, so, JP, bring them up. Alright, so, uh, JBirdPop responded to our Instagram story uh, question, and he asked, If you were to bring back any old Universal attraction... Which would it be? Does this count shows and stuff like that? Uh, I, I think when he mentions attraction, a universal attraction, I think that applies in under anything, I guess. Okay, cool. Um, hmm. I'll start. I, I have to say, yeah, Terminator, Terminator 2 3D was definitely one of the best shows I've ever seen as a child uh, while visiting Universal. Oh, that was a that was a great show. I wish that you know what I that's close to mine, but I think I would choose House of Horrors. I'd much rather have House of Horrors than the Walking Dead attraction. I just thought House of Horrors was so cool. I would but, want that back because I never really got to experience it as a kid, unfortunately. But it, besides that. I would want Confrontation back. I remember that still. Confrontation from Florida or King Kong Encounter from Hollywood? The Hollywood Studio Tour Encounter. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's, That's cool. something That's cool. I would really want back. It was really good. I mean, uh, we had that huge 30-foot animatronic of King Kong, and then he shakes the bridge, and he has banana breath. I think those those practical effects are what made Universal shine. But yeah. nowadays we're looking at Universal and they have they're heavily based on screens and projected images, so it's not as impressive. But like I still love the King Kong section, but you know that's there now. But I would really love to have Confrontation back. That was really, really good. Yeah, it was good. But if I had to have one show back, it would definitely be Terminator. For sure. That was just a great all-around show. Okay, well, uh, we got another question from Michael. He said, what were you guys most excited about this haunt season? Uh, what were you guys most excited about haunt season? It well, I would <laughs> say, yeah, it happening. I would yeah, same. I'd appreciate it to happen. But, you know, if large-scale haunt season doesn't happen, there's still a lot of small haunts running, guys, so be sure to support them this year. Yeah, but if you were talking about, like, mazes, my most anticipated maze would be Beetlejuice, if it was coming. That was be a maze that I really want. Horror Nights has really been nailing it with the uh, more comedic properties, and they really nailed it with Ghostbusters last year, so... I feel like they'd hit the nail on the coffin with huh. Beetlejuice. It would be awesome. <laughs> yeah, Beetlejuice would be a great maze. Uh, there was a rumor that Billie Eilish would be a maze. I 
barely listen to her music, but I've seen one of her music videos, and I have to say, I'd love to see how they would pull that off, especially from previous years where we've seen, like, music mazes like uh, Black Sabbath or Alice Cooper. Those were amazing mazes. Yeah, those were both really good mazes. I'd be, yeah, I, it'd be interesting to how they pulled off Billie Eilish. I'd really want to see that. What about you, Han? What do you think about the Billie Eilish maze? I, I'd like to see how they, see how they do it, because it was kind of like when Alice Cooper came out, it was like, well, what could you do? And it was, you know, for Billie Eilish, you could use some of the, her sketches, like what she draws in her notebook. Yeah. Or, um, you know, kind of based off of lyrics, kind of like how Alice Cooper's lyrics were twisted up in the maze, you know, the the babies hanging on the ceiling, yeah. which just takes from his other songs. Yeah. So I definitely think they could pull it off. I don't understand the hate too much because she's, she's very talented and she deserves the good spotlight. So, yeah, I think they'd be able to pull it off for sure. Do you guys have any uh, other questions from fans, I have from our fans? One more I could answer. Uh, the HHN nerd underscore fourteen asked us, "Tell us a little bit about how you guys got into hot haunt events." Oh, okay. Um, I'll start this one off. Uh, I grew up watching tons of horror movies, so that immediately pretty much got me into haunt season. And then when I found out uh, Universal did their own, I just kept watching videos and videos mm -hmm. on it until 2015 when I first went. And then I've been going ever since. And it's I been pretty actually, fun. I really enjoy it. I went from, you know, a little bit, a little bit of some small amount, amount of pressure from my family to do it with them. It was for... It was for a party that we were going to have at Horror Nights, and I got the guts to go with them. And I've been going ever since, and I've since been obsessed with it. So what we can thank that? my family for being here now. What year was that? That was 2017. Oh, wow. I went the second week of the event, so... So for nice. me, what actually brought me into horror was Halloween Horror Nights, but let me tell you the backstory actually. Um, I used to visit Universal since I was three years old, so since then I've kind of gained the guts to go through the House of Horrors, and this was right before I got removed. Um, so I think in 2011, I, my dad introduced me to Halloween Horror Nights, and my first maze I went through was La Llorona, and since then... I think I've been more and more interested into Halloween and the horror community in general. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Um, I, yeah, so that's how we all got introduced to Hot Season. I actually received a question from HHN Nerd, and he said, what are you guys looking forward to the rest of 2020? Um... Well, definitely getting 
ready to go back to normal. I miss that. So yeah, definitely. Miss going, miss going to Universal. Yeah. I miss that. Yeah, same. Hopefully I'm soon. looking forward to the looking forward to the theme parks opening. Hopefully soon. We just have to be patient, stay safe, wear a mask. I mean, there's a lot of people that are not wearing masks, and that's a little selfish, but, you know, try your best to wear a mask. It's not very difficult. Not difficult at all. Gotta keep others in mind, so. Exactly. And if you want haunt season to run, then wear your mask, especially. Please. Anyway, guys, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. This was our first startup podcast, so it was a little rusty, uh, but... I think both Chris and Haunt are getting used to the whole podcast grind, I guess. So uh, if you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to follow us on TPC News on Instagram and YouTube. Uh, We're also on Spotify, so you can follow us through there as well. And... Yeah, thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for listening, and... Stay in tune for our next podcast. Yeah, we're going to try to maybe do another one this week. And yeah, we might do one or two more this week. We're not sure yet. But we will let you guys know if we are. Anyways, thanks for listening. And see you real soon. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. See ya.